All right, y'all, what's up? Josh here. Welcome back to the Comprehensivist Podcast. Uh, I'm uh, hitting you up live, well, podcasted live, from Longwood, Florida. Houston Bailey on the other end, as always, from San Antonio, Texas. Houston, what's up? How do? Up, How buddy? do, everybody? How's, how's Texas oh, treating yeah. you the past uh, few weeks in coronavirus land? It's been nice, man. <laughs> Great weather. Oh, actually, we got some rain uh, the last three of the last four days, which is actually kind of nice. Grass looking pretty good. Garden looking good. But San Antonio is going well, man. Sunday morning, 5.30 a.m. right now while we're recording. Um, I'm ready to go, man. That's one thing I want to point out about uh, our strong work ethic here on the Conference of this podcast is that uh, here we are. It's uh, it's 6.30 a.m. on Sunday morning here in Longwood, Florida. Obviously, 5.30 a.m. San Antonio, Texas time. And here we are. Like Everyone else is sleeping in. you know. But you and I are grinding on Suckers. a Sunday. Grinding it out, buddy. Right, Going to do this. That's right. So anyway. Someone's got to do exactly. it. Exactly. Well, uh, this uh, this will be a fun uh, podcast here. We haven't done this in a while. But this is going to be a hot take Houston podcast, and so what I want to do is take the next uh, you know half hour or so. I uh, have a handful of topics to hit you up with, uh, whether it's um, you know news, pop culture, whatever. Just a few things that are kind of trending out there. Kind of want to get your hot take on it. And I, th- th- this is tough for you. I understand because you've had zero chance to prepare for this. You have no idea what I'm going to ask about. <laughs> but to, to give a little uh, here's here's let's. To give listeners some background, obviously Hot Take Houston comes from your other podcast, Neutral Site Podcast, a badass college football uh, podcast, which I'm sure we'll get into later when we go uh, dive into sports a little bit. But uh, um, you guys had a feature on there, uh, you know, very similar to Hot Take Houston, where your co-host Glenn, shout out, will give you a couple of topics to uh, kind of let you uh, take on, you know, whatever, riff off of. And so uh, I was like, we got to steal that for, for Comprehensivist. It's perfect. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just too funny. Just the, the term hot take Houston is too good to not use. We gotta, I'm telling <laughs> hashtag. you, hashtag hot take Houston. I love it. Plus, plus I like it because I don't have to do any preparation. It's right? Seriously. All you got to do is sit here and uh, be prepared. Um, but I've always valued your opinion. To anyone, obviously, if, if hopefully people have been listening for a little while and understand, um, you know, the the uh, the background of the of us co-hosts, but uh, I've always considered Houston one of the smartest people I know. MBA grad, University of Florida. Shout out, go Gators! Former Air Force yes. Intel. Uh, you have a high level executive job at a very big company, which of course will remain nameless. But uh, I like that. I mean, you have a, a solid head on your shoulders, and so your opinion means a lot to me. And so whenever we agree on something, I always like yes, I'm I'm kind of smart, like the smart guys, like all like all the MBA guys. So. Uh, I really value that. So we're going to go into this. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, we'll start doing this. Um, obviously, going to start with coronavirus. Um, you've probably seen, I'm not sure how, how uh, far they've come in Texas, but at least here in Florida, like businesses are opening again. Theme parks are about to open. And it's been, a, there's a lot of back and forth people. It's still very tense here in some situations uh, where you have business owners that are saying, we need this. And we have, uh, you have your, your, People that are at home saying, you guys are crazy, you're stupid, you want people to die. I want to know, is it too early to, to open businesses? Is it too soon? Or do you think we just got to by this point? Uh, I'm going to give you a two-part answer. One, yes, it's too early. But two, I agree with the opening. I think it's going to backfire. I think we're going to see another uh, uptick, maybe another mm-hmm. spike in new cases. But I think it's something we have to do at this point. I think it's up to individual people to make the decision if they want to go out and put themselves and their their families mm-hmm. at risk. Uh, so yes, I think it's going to backfire, but I also agree with it. I mean, we got to start opening up some of these businesses. So many people are out of work, uh, you know, and struggling t- to get food and, and pay their bills and their rent. 
So we got to do what we got to do, but I do think it's too early, but I agree with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, there was a great video that went viral a couple weeks ago by uh, Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports. I'm sure you saw that video yeah, where, he, yeah, where yeah. he was just like, I'd rather take my chances with Corona than have to sit here and let my business crumble away. So I think uh, yeah. that, was a, that was a good answer, good answer. Um, the the mask situation, like I, I'm seeing videos now all over the, the country, people losing their GD minds about uh, like the videos are funny because th- th- it'll be like, uh oh, Karen's at Publix today, and it'll be like a some woman losing her mind about someone in there without a mask on. The term Karen has become so great. Yeah. Um, how do you, I mean the, the mask thing? Is I mean I just I, just quick hot I, take on the mask. I think you should still wear a mask. I mean the mask is to protect other people from you. When I see people without a mask now, I think it's weird. If I'm in if I'm on the local HEB <laughs> shout out. And I see uh, people without a mask. I don't. I don't understand. It's 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 a really simple thing to do. Excuse my coffee voice. And just have some respect for other people and put the mask on until until this is this is all over with. I feel weird and kind of stupid wearing a mask when I go places. But guess what? I still do it. Wear just wear the mask. Before I had a mask, I was actually wearing a bandana. Before we, I actually bought a gator mask. I got it. It felt kind of cool, like <laughs> going to the store wearing a bandana. Because like, when else are you gonna do this and not like be robbing the place? You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was kind of fun. Uh, so before we move on from Corona, but uh, you uh, uh, obviously want to go back to uh, personal life real quick, if you don't mind. You and the wifey, um, obviously, you are, have a baby on the way. Little Brooks make his oh, uh, yeah. debut debut appearance. How is that all looking? Um, are you going to be able to go to the hospital at this point? Do you even know at this point? Like, are you going to be okay to go? Uh, I think your due date's what, July 20, around there? July 20, yeah. Um, I would say, <clears throat> I would say at this point, yes. Like, she, uh, Natalie had a appointment the other day, and they, they let me go. Oh, um, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, for, to, so we got a new ultrasound, which was kind of cool. I sent you that one picture, by the way. It was, was yeah. awesome. Uh, so if they're allowing me to go to something like that, I, I think we're going to be okay, especially in another you know, six weeks or whatever it is. So yeah. it's, it's still technically up in the air, but if I had to, if I was a betting man, which I am, I would, which bet. you are, and I'm knocking on wood. I hope this doesn't jinx me. I'm going to, I'm feeling pretty confident that, uh, that I'll be able to go and everything will be as normal as possible. That is very, very good news. I've, I've been worried about that for you guys. Me too. Like, I, oh, I, I, I still am, but I'm more and more confident now, especially like I said, after they allowed me to go to that uh, appointment the other day. So that was nice. Yeah, but I mean, the most important thing, obviously, um, is that, uh, you know, wifey is healthy, baby's healthy, so yes, everything is, yes, all yes. systems go, but uh, um, yeah, we're, we're all pulling for you, but, and, I, and I agree, I think by that time, it'll, it'll be good, but I know it's kind of uh, up in the air uh, a little bit yeah. there, so, yeah. all right, coronavirus uh, 2020, stay tuned. All right, <laughs> here's where we have to get a little bit into some controversial territory, because you had to know, right. listen, we can't do a news-based slash trending topic podcast without talking about all these riots and all these protests happening across the country. Yeah. And so before we get to into anything, I, I want to preface this and I know this is this podcast is about you and I and I'm probably already talking too much, but just for anyone listening, you and I both have a very strong uh, we, we feel very strongly and support, you know, law enforcement officers, the police force. What happened was terrible, but we that does not represent all like the overwhelming majority of police officers are good, decent, hardworking, underpaid human beings that, that we support, and we always will. Now, now again, this is not supporting. Clearly, obviously, like yeah, what yeah. happened was, was terrible, and this guy's a scumbag, and he's going to pay for what he did. But um, just want to preface that that you and I, uh, no matter what, we are always going to be strong supporters of, of law enforcement. Like we're always going to going to 
gonna support those guys, those hardworking, brave men and women. So I will end that there. Um, this, this riot situation, hot take on that. Um, <laughs> I understand to a point why it's happening. I don't understand how it's happening. B- burning and looting your own cities and towns makes no sense. People broke in and looted the college football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. What is the point of that? I woke up today and I checked on Twitter. One of the trending things was Cheesecake Factory. I'm like, what the hell is this? I click on it, and they're looting Cheesecake Factory. There's a lady walking out with an entire full cheesecake. I don't don't understand the point of that. I, I get, like, the initial instinct to want to bring attention to your cause or to your area, but looting cheesecake factories and the College Football Hall of Fame and burning down small local businesses that your community people run and own and make a living off of makes no sense. This this is how these protests and riots go all the time. And, and I don't get it, man. I don't agree with the burning your own house down theory. It doesn't it never has worked. It doesn't work. It's not going to work this time. There's got to be a better way to do it. But again, I understand the initial um, anger and uh, the need to lash out when, when some of these things happen. But but burning your own house down makes no sense to me. It, it never works, and it's not going to work this time. We had some uh, some some protests happen here in Orlando uh, yesterday into the evening last night. And I was reading this morning that there was uh, they they're blocking traffic. Hot hot take on the blocking traffic situation. It makes zero sense. They're doing it up in Austin, about an hour north of here, on I thirty five, the major highway, really the only highway that runs through Austin. That place blocks itself every day with traffic anyway. There's no point in blocking it. <laughs> it. It doesn't accomplish anything. I don't get it. People want attention. I think is it. You're you're putting yourself in danger. You're putting other people in danger, and you're putting the police in danger that are out there trying to keep you guys safe. It makes zero sense blocking traffic. I don't get it. What does it do? If someone could answer me what it does besides draw attention, then maybe I can be on your side. But until I hear that, I, I don't get it. It's stupid. Do you think – this one just popped in my head. I didn't have this in, in my notes, but I just thought – like I, following the, the the traffic blocking situation, the new the article I was reading this morning, like there was some mm-hmm. tweets by the, by our mayor – and uh, they were they were pretty. The, the tweets were, were were fairly sympathetic and and kind of generic in a way. Like they didn't it didn't really like it. I mean, it was it was more supportive than. Uh, do you, do you think these the why are the mayors and why are some of the those in charge like so afraid to address like head on like stop this this is ridiculous like why why it's there it's. <clears throat> two things. One, they're afraid. Two, it's the modern culture. Everybody's tweeting about this stuff in support of those out there uh, protesting, even if they're not doing it uh, peacefully. And if they're out there blocking traffic, people are supporting them. It's because everybody else is. If you're the one mayor, first of all, I'll give a shout out to the Atlanta mayor. She Have you, have you seen any of her interviews? I think she's handling it really well. She's basically telling people to go home, go the hell home. Um. Nice. Uh, but but yeah, everybody else is doing it. So if you don't do it, you're going to be looked at as, you know, the bad guy or the one the one person that's not supporting this cause, even though that's not the case. You don't have to support looting and rioting to support the overall cause. 
But if you don't tweet about it and you're not sympathetic with some of these folks out here burning shit down, then you're going to be the one person that's not. And, and these days with social media, you, you can't do that. If you're uh, one of these high-level politicians or a city leader or whatever, you're going to be left out and people are going to look down on you. And, and people are scared uh, to be that person. So they're, they're scared. That's it. Interesting times, interesting times. Okay, well, thank you for answering those questions. I hope it didn't make you too uncomfortable. But uh, again, <laughs> no, no. we can't. I mean, we can't can't do it without. Uh, you know, we can't have a and, podcast. And, and again, brain. like I know I like, but I I understand the anger and and the need for protest and and for change. Yes. I just don't agree with the way it's going going uh, going down right now. I don't agree with the way people are going about it. it you know, did you see any of the Killer Mike stuff? Yeah, I was actually um, going to bring that up. That he had a, a really powerful speech yeah. um, that's been kind of going viral, and uh, it's he like hits it spot on, man. So we'll, exactly. we'll have to share that out on our, our Twitter. But um, yeah. his, what uh, um, basically like just like yeah, what he said. It's, he's you know right, right. He, he's yeah. spot he, on, man. He's got the best take on it that I've heard. Yeah, <clears throat> I think, and I and I agree with him. Yeah, there there needs to be some change. There needs to be something needs to happen, just not the way it's happening right now. So I. Don't take my hot takes as I don't agree that the change needs to happen. I just I don't, I don't I don't get why it's happening the way it is. Certainly, and that's why I wanted to preface before I even get into it that um, you and I were I'm very happy that the I mean that you don't want to be happy, but it's it's good that the video surfaced because you know we yep. want to get these we want these uh, these bad seeds in the police force to be held accountable, want them to be punished. I mean, he's going to pay, you know what I mean? And the other officers, there's other, yes. there's pending charges. Like they're, they're all going to pay for what they did as they should. So, yeah, um, it's good when these things come out, but it's when people start, you know, destroying things and I mean, I, it's, uh, it's very cheesecakes. sad. They're stealing cheesecakes. <laughs> cheesecakes. I mean, come on. Um, but, uh, with that, you know, again, I, you and I, very strong supporters of, of local law enforcement, police force, like, you know, the overwhelming majority, you know, 99% of them are badass, awesome people. So please, please, you know, don't let the actions of, of a few, you know, scumbags reflect the entire force. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Thank you for that. Let's, how about some sports now? You ready to talk some sports? <laughs> always, always. Uh, we don't get, okay. So, um, obviously sports, um, you know, it's, it, this has been, this whole coronavirus situation has been extremely tough for, uh, for sports fans. Like it was funny the other day I was at home Depot and I was wearing my, my Gator mask and the guy behind me was like, Hey, go Gators. And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> and he was like, God damn, I miss sports. <laughs> and it was a Sunday and it was, you know, they, they brought racing back and he was like, I miss sports so much. I can't wait for the race today. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and he's like, I hate racing. But I just need something. That's but he funny. also said he was like, I'm also excited to bet on sports again. And he goes, you know, he was like, you know how many people are betting on racing today? Oh, yeah. And well, I was I'm like, sure. that would, I should talk to Houston about that because Houston's a betting man. And I'm like, all the all the, uh, the gamblers out there are happy to have something. So anyway, so just, just a few quick topics. Uh, there are a lot of hot talks right now about the NBA coming to uh, the wide world of sports here in Disney. Hot take. Yeah, I like it. Um, let's get mm -hmm. it back. I, I think – they're smart enough, and um, I mean other sports like you said, racing's back. Uh, Korean baseball, weird. Um, UFC. I was watching UFC last night. Mm -hmm. They can pull it off. I think it's a good idea. It here's here's going to be the tricky part, and I know this is supposed to be hot take. Okay, my hot take is yes. Let's go. Bring it back. It's cool to do, do it, it down there. Here's the tricky part. 
it's got to be voluntary for the players. But what if you don't? What if you're a player and you don't agree with it? You don't want to go. Your career is it's going to be tough for you to to make that team next year or whatever. Um, so sure. I think they're gonna sure. they're gonna put players and you know um, other employees of the team. They're gonna put them in a tricky situation. As long as they don't have to like force you know local hotel workers and restaurant workers to cater to the NBA teams that are there. Um, and put them at risk, I think it's fine. It, as long as everything is voluntary, um, if the NBA players are getting tested, I, I would like to see it. Sports, I know people th- will say, ah, sports is not important enough um, to bring back yet. I, I disagree. Sports is a big part of the American culture. It makes mm-hmm. people happy. It gives them something to do. It gives them hope. It gives them something to look forward to. I say, uh, let's go, NBA. Bring it back. Yeah, um, a former uh – on-air personality I used to work with back in my radio days he used to say nothing brings people together like sports and tragedy yep. um, which I know two often two opposite ends of the spectrum obviously but um yeah I remember and you probably remember like back uh um back in the 9-11 uh you know when that happened um you know the sports are kind of paused for a while and when it came back it was like you know it, it was just so nice to to get together dude. with with other fans and like it was a very powerful uh, it was very impactful when sports returned so dude, one I of totally the agree. this is weird one of the sports moments I'll never forget is that world series after 911 when when the president bush came out and he threw that strike right down the middle Boom. from the opening pitch of the world series ooh goosebumps man so at this point, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about, especially college football uh, and uh, and um, and NFL, you know, playing to uh, empty stadiums, half-empty stadiums, uh, socially distant, uh, you know, seating layouts. Um, would you, as as a fan, at this point, like, if would you be okay with fo- football on your TV to an empty stadium? I would, yes. Um, I think it would be fine. It would be weird. I think it would be more weird for the for the guys on the field, especially <laughs> the college guys. Man, a big Poor part kids. of college football is playing off playing off that crowd, that energy. Yeah, man. Would I be okay watching it? Yes. Do I think it would take away from it a little bit? Yeah, I do. Um, UFC did a good job. They had a you know main event what last week and no mm-hmm. no fans. It didn't really impact it that much, but it was weird. I think it would impact football, especially college football, a little more. But I'd be okay with it. I, my opinion is I would rather them delay the beginning of the season a little bit let this thing play out a little more before they Mm -hmm. start i know that's tough with all the scheduling and everything that goes into it um but yeah overall i'd be i'd be fine watching the gators with with no one in the crowd or you know half a crowd or whatever you want to do i think it'd be okay well what kind of obviously you're the co-host of a very cool college football podcast neutral site podcast what uh in, in your intel like what are you hearing about college football season like Please tell me it's it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. <laughs> don't, don't, I, don't take it away, man. My hot take is it's going to it's going to start on time. A lot of the universities now are allowing yeah. uh, their athletes back on campus again for yep. quote voluntary uh, workouts. I think it's going to start on time, man. I, again, the logistics behind, especially football, college football, pushing all the game. For example, we already we we were going to Old Miss this year. We got hotel. Mm-hmm. We got travel lined up. That's a, a big deal, and thousands yes. and thousands of people, same thing, and then you multiply yep. that every week by every game. It's it's a big logistic push to to delay the season. I think it's going to start on time, man. I, it, it's going to have some caveats and some stipulations, but I, I haven't seen anything about them making any formal decisions on, on delaying it. So I don't know. we still got a few months. I was listening uh, this is my, on my birthday a couple weeks ago when I was I had a little time to myself and I was 
uh, running a couple of personal errands and I was listening to Colin Cowherd's show, which I haven't heard in a while because I'm not usually on a radio these days when I've been working from home. And he had a really good, uh, and I wanted to ask you and, and Glenn about it. He had, he was, they were talking about the, uh, um, the return of college football and, and the impact, the financial impact. And, and he actually used Ohio State as the example. And he said that Ohio State has like, I forget, he said it has, you know, dozens of, of various sporting programs, you know, outside of just football, you know, with, you know, gymnastics and track and field, and that kind of thing. I forget. It was, um, it was seriously, it was like, I think it was like in the, the 20s or 30s, how many programs. And he said like 99% of the funding of these programs and things at the university comes from football. And that's how important the football program is to, yeah. to all this stuff. And these other sporting programs don't even exist without the football. And he, and he was like in, in Ohio State, like, all those other programs, not saying that they're not as important as football, but they're all like top level programs. It's, but still, like all, the majority, the vast majority of the funding comes from football. And that's how important football is to these universities. And then he's like, that's why. And so he's, he was kind of on this, he's like, it's, it's going to happen. It has to happen. It's going to be disastrous not to happen. So um, I'm, hoping, uh, uh, I'm hoping that's true. <laughs> You've also heard that uh, there's been some talk about like piping in fake crowd noise. Do you think that's cheesy? It is cheesy. I don't understand it. <laughs> I, um, I I think it would be demotivating, if anything, for the players knowing it's fake. Um, right. I, I don't know why they would do it. It doesn't it doesn't increase the viewing experience if you're watching it on TV. I don't think. Um, no. Yeah, I disagree with it. It's stupid. When I first heard it, I'm like, what are the, what's the point of that? It makes no sense. Well, I mean, especially if you're going to like, you know, if I'm a Gator fan and I want to watch the game, I go to a bar with other Gator fans. Like, it's sort of the, the bars are usually rowdy enough. Like, there's enough noise. Like, yeah, I know it's yeah. different if you're watching on your back patio type thing, but I mean, you can, you can still enjoy it. So, I, I yeah, that's interesting. Um, I have uh, read a few articles here and there about uh, this could be a great opportunity for baseball to make a comeback as America's pastime. Uh, however, there's obviously been some negative. Uh, you know, kind of pushback about various uh, contract and uh, compensation negotiations. Do you think um, these these various compensation uh, talks with some you know some players have been very vocal about they're not taking a pay cut? Do you, do you believe that's hurting the sport? Yeah, absolutely. Baseball they never learn from their past experiences. They've done this in the past. You know, they've had a couple strikes and the. The, the players' union and the owners don't get along very well. The players' union in baseball is very strong. I, I get, like, if you're only going to play half your games, should you only get half your pay? Eh, I don't know. That's a, it's, a, it's a tough thing. But, yeah, I think someone needs to sacrifice here, whether it be the ownership groups or the players. Ba- baseball does have a great opportunity right now to be in the, in the limelight, in the headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, to show how great the sport is, and they're not taking advantage of it. And it it boggles my mind, and it bums me out, because you know I'm a huge baseball fan. I think yep. it's overall the best sport, the hardest sport. It's the most uh, – it's the sport that requires the most skill to play, in my opinion. Um, they're blowing a great opportunity. The, the contract talks are, are definitely – going to hurt the sport they're going to give them another black eye they're going to just push people further away especially when you know how how many 30 something million people are out of jobs right now and and major leaguers are complaining about taking a a pay cut uh people don't like that especially in these times it's it's going to be bad for the sport when man they got such a good a golden opportunity right now imagine if major league baseball was on tv i would watch every game especially working from home i would just throw the game on tv while i'm working 
they're blowing it, man. They're blowing it. They're going to blow it. I wish it wasn't true, but that's what's going to happen. That's what's happening. Well, how cool would it be if, if it came on the, you know, came out in the news that, uh, you know, the players had, you know, reached a, an agreement at the end to take pay cuts to, just to bring it back to the fans. Like, seriously, that, that would right. be, it would be incredible, man. Yeah. If, if, if you're the, com- if you're, if you're the commish, how do you, how would you handle this? If you're in charge, that's that's the thing is um, <laughs> he. <laughs> I don't think he has the power to make any right. big decisions. Um, I, if I was the commission, I would be behind closed doors with the owners and the player, the leaders of the players' union, like pleading for them. I would be selling them the greatness of the sport. That's why they got into it when they were five-year-old t-ballers, and why they continued playing. Uh, you know. 100 games a year for for their high school and AAU careers and then now in the major leagues you know that's why they travel 200 days a year or whatever it is I would really sell them the the chance to make this sport great and to make it um put it back in the limelight of America it's fallen off people like football more they like college football more they like basketball more um I, I would I would sit down and really plead for owners and players to get together and take this opportunity to make the sport that they love um, the number one sport again, like it used to be. There you go. Hot take Houston on baseball. Let's uh, let's switch out of sports real quick. I want to go back to something else that went viral uh, a few days ago. Uh, I'm sure you saw the, uh, the Central Park video of the woman who was uh, walking her dog, and the guy was out uh, bird watching, and uh, she didn't have a – are you familiar with the story? And she didn't have a, a leash yeah. on yeah. the – and then he uh, – and so basically, most everyone by now has seen the video, uh, or at least heard the story. She, uh, way it went down, she didn't have the dog on a leash. He asked her to put on a leash. Um, she didn't want to do that. And so then he reaches in his pocket, and he, he apparently, he even admitted this. He, he admitted to this, that he, he brings dog treats with him just for this, for this exact situation to, like, lure the dogs away. And he reaches his hand in his pocket, and he says, well, I'm going to do something, but you're not going to like it. Something along those lines. Um, I wanted to ask you, and now take now I, what she what she did was was clearly wrong. Obviously, you know when she called the cops and you know oh this African American guy is threatening me like whatever. But you, uh, you're a, a dog lover, you know. Obviously, um, you've got two awesome dogs. You're out giving them a walk. Um, let's say you're having a, a disagreement with with somebody, just any you know man, woman, but it doesn't matter what. There's someone you're having a disagreement, and they reach in their pocket and pull out a treat, and they say, well. I'm going to do something, but you're not going to like it. How do you react to that, Houston? Well, first of all, <laughs> she was in the, I'll, I'll say this. She was in the wrong. Put your dog on a goddamn leash. It's like wearing the mask. You're doing it. Do it for other people. I don't care if you're, how trained your dog is mm-hmm. or whatever. Put your dog on a leash. On the other hand, don't mess with my dog. If you say something like that, I mean, my dogs are, are part of my family. I consider them. Uh, so, so I didn't see the quote. I didn't see that like uh, paraphrase or that quote or whatever he said, but if he if he reaches in his pocket and pulls out a treat, I mean he's gonna give the dog a treat. So calm down, lady. It's it's tough to say how I would react without knowing the exact words that he said. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm on the side of put your put your dog on a leash, but don't mess with my dogs. So I'm I'm a fence sitter here because I don't know the exact scenario or the exact thing that was said but don't, don't mess with my dogs don't mess with the dogs yeah i wanted to ask about this because there there's been some interesting hot takes on this 
across uh, various news outlets that some people are, are saying that um, the man was was wrong as well. And they actually, uh, the Daily Wire had a great video, and they're calling it a tale of two Karens. <laughs> and actually, and it's not, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I always like the, the root cause, though. The root cause of this is because you're supposed to have your dog on a leash, and she Correct. didn't. So it's it's her fault. No matter well, I don't want to say no, no matter what, but, you know, because things could get out of hand. But it's, it's her fault. This whole scenario is on her. Put your dog on a leash if that's the rules. That's it. And it, it, this wouldn't have happened. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know a lot about uh, Michael Knowles from Daily Wire. I, if I'm saying his name right, Knowles, Knowles. Uh, but his videos come across my, my feed sometimes. And, uh, and he had a really good take on it that I thought was interesting where he actually, and again, this, this, this is the Daily Wire's thoughts. He was saying that uh, he was putting heavier blame on, uh, on the man, saying that he was in the wrong in the first place for trying to like lure the dog away and say, you know, you're not going to like this. And, and, uh, and uh, even though she, I mean, that's just his opinion, but it was, it was just an, an interesting take on this. And then that's an unfortunate situation, I think. Um, but I was just curious if, uh, how you felt if, uh, if, we so, had two, if we had two wrongs here. Oh, it's two wrong. So the guy, so maybe I don't understand the scenario. The guy was like trying to, use the treat to lure the dog away from the owner yes oh yes oh yeah that ain't happening with me first of all my dog would be on a leash but let's say one of, <laughs> one of my dogs first of all, i follow the rules yeah one of my dogs got <laughs> off the leash and some dude tried to lure my dog away with a treat no 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 that wouldn't go that wouldn't go over too well with me um but again root cause it's her fault if the dog was on a leash it wouldn't happen but first of all the guy doing that that's weird that's kind of creepy so yeah, I think that was the whole point. Was like it's just it's just strange in the first place, and it's not taking away what, what, she, what she did. She was clearly more in the wrong. I don't agree that he was more wrong. He, she was clearly more in the wrong. What she did was was like was now. Does she? Do you think? I mean, her her life is she's like lost her job. She's been publicly shamed. Do you think that she got what she deserved, or like no? How do you, I, how do you feel? Again, yeah, I do don't you, I don't know the whole. I don't know what went down. I know she called the cops on the guy, but did she? People are, are people are doing the race thing, right? He was a black guy, right? And she's a yes. she's a white woman, so people are saying she called because he's a black guy, and, and maybe she did. I don't know, but maybe she was just calling the cops because the guy was trying to lure her dog away from her. Um, so again, I, she was in the wrong. Ha- have the dog on a leash. This wouldn't have happened, but should be should she be shamed and lose a job and all that for this? No, come on, man. I mean, people are just. This is why mayors are tweeting the stuff they're tweeting because they're scared not to react to it. Um, same thing with whoever employed her. Um, they're scared not to do something because they're going to look like the bad guy. I don't know the nitty gritty details of the story, but for her, because she called the cops on someone that was trying to lure her dog away for her to lose her job, uh, and, and be shamed and all this, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. I just, I I don't get it. I just don't get it. The the bottom line here is just follow the goddamn rules. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, that's right. Right. All right. Let's, I just wanted to, again, uh, you're a dog lover. I, I've, I found myself very torn on that. You know, yeah, when, I, when I first, when I first saw the video, I was like, man, that's really messed up. This woman, like, I can't believe she did that. Then he's learned more and more. It's like, was he provoking her? Maybe, you know, but I, I, that's why I, I loved it. He's like, this is just, a, this is a tale of two Karens. That, <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. What are you going to do? But, um, anyway, so let, let's go a little more lighthearted yesterday was a, a, a great, I mean, it, it was such a, a shining light and all this shitty news right now. We're back in space, dude. Elon Musk yep. with space, uh, SpaceX, launched a couple of astronauts. They're going to be in space for like 100 days, talking with the ISS later today. How do you feel about that, man? I mean, you're, you're 
from the Space Coast. We're, we got some, some men back in space, some American astronauts. How you feeling, dude? It's awesome, man. I can't believe it's been so long that we've since we've launched astronauts from American soil. Uh, Elon Musk has a lot of haters out there, which, yeah, you know, I get. But he's doing big things, man. This is, yes, he is. an awesome thing, the first private company to launch uh, astronauts into space. It's really cool. I watched it live on my old laptop here yesterday. I thought it was neat. I thought it was cool how they landed those boosters. I think we talked about this yesterday. Um, it's, how do they do that? I don't know, man. It's great. <laughs> I, I think it's a great thing. It's great for the American spirit. I'm actually kind of bummed that it didn't get more press and more coverage because of all the other stuff that's going on, which, you know, I understand people are right. interested in some of that. But, man, we just launched two, Doug and Bob. We, we launched them into space, and it's it's <laughs> Cool, man. They're, they're going to be able to dock on the, on the space station and, and live up there for a while. It's a big deal. I know a lot of people hate on the space program and say it's a waste of money. I disagree. I think it's good for the American psyche, the American spirit. We are travelers, adventurers, explorers, always have been, always will be. I think it's awesome. Um, I don't know if they're going to show live when they dock on the space station, but if they do, I'll be watching that too. I thought it was cool. Big deal. Uh, wish more people would care about it and see the importance in it. Well, it's cool to think like, especially, you know, obviously you're going to be a dad soon. Like once, once old Brooks gets here and I think about my young boys, like mm-hmm. it's just cool to think what's, what could happen, you know, 40 years from now, like, yeah. you know, whether Dude, I'm I, 80 or, or whether I'm 80 or I'm gone, like it, just the life that they're going to live. I like, saw this, some of the cool. this tweet yesterday. I think SpaceX was trending or one of the, one of those terms was trending. So I clicked on it. I'm, I'm like interested in what people were saying. And some some random person, uh, a mom, she had a daughter, looked like the the girl was about maybe, I don't know, seven or eight years old. Mm -hmm. And and the mom took a picture of her and she was sitting there on her laptop and she was watching. You could see she was watching the the launch live and she was she was wearing like this uh, uh, astronaut uniform and this little headset. Oh, that's awesome. And and she had all these like little like NASA trinkets and whatnot on her desk. And, And the mom, whoever tweeted it. And again, it was no one famous, just a random, random person. Uh, you know, when she tweeted it, she said something about, you know, my daughter's watching this launch and she she wants to be the next one to go um, into space and explore and blah, blah, blah. And again, it was like a seven or eight year old little girl. And I, I thought that was really cool, man. And again, it just like gives hope, gives gives something good to dream about, gives some positive news. I love it, man. I love to see it. I thought it was really cool. Speaking of space, quick transition over to uh, to Netflix I know, kind of ran all over the place, a little yeah, rant today. Let's do it. There's been a there's a, a huge buzz right now for uh, the new uh, Steve Carell show. I think it's mm-hmm. from the same producers from The Office. It's called Space Force. Kind of a, a joke take on the the Space Force that President Trump announced a couple of years back. Um, you gonna watch it or not? Nah? We we actually started it. We watched maybe half of the first episode. Um, it's funny. It's good. I, I think they're trying to hide some political stuff in there, taking taking little stabs and jabs at current administration, which I get. But I, I just don't like when shows do that. Just make a funny show. Um, so I don't, I don't know if we'll continue watching it or not. Usually anything that he is involved with, I will watch because I think he's great. But, yeah, it's it's kind of cheesy. And, again, I, I feel like they're taking – first of all, they're making him look kind of like a dummy, which I don't like. I mean, if you're a four-star general in the Air Force – slash now space force you're not you're no dummy i can guarantee you that mm-hmm. so i don't really like that i i get i get it's a, a comedy um 
but the little little jabs they're taking at people um i i just i don't like that kind of comedy so so we'll see we we'll probably watch a little bit of it but it's yeah it's okay so far staying in the world of entertainment um when it comes to to live events um, you're starting to see, we're actually having the first one here in Orlando pretty soon. They're, we're starting to see uh, uh, drive-up concerts <laughs> since uh, live events are taking a big hit. Obviously, you can't congregate right now to go to a concert, go to a show, go to an event. So now they're, they're doing uh, drive-up concerts. Uh, there's been a few of these on the country. There's been a couple overseas. Uh, like I said, we have the first one in Orlando here coming very soon where you're going to basically pull your car up. It's like going to a drive-thru except you're, you pull up your car and, and the, the concert happens on stage and the cars are distance apart. Uh, would you would you take your wife to a, a drive up concert? If my wife wanted to go, I would take her. Um, but no, I I'm glad they're doing it. I think it's cool. It's worth a try. I think it would be kind of a a boring experience. Um, but I don't know. I I wouldn't want to go personally. But yeah, I, if if Natalie wanted to go and it was someone decent that I'd want to see, like I'd go see like Jack Johnson, right? Like what are you? You're not dancing around or doing much at a Jack Johnson show, are you? So. I think I would. I'm glad they're doing it. It's worth a shot. I, I think it's kind of boring, but hey, man, I'm more, more, more power to them. What if there was like a, a little uh, a circle, like you could do like a circle pit, and the cars just driving a circle? <laughs> if you're going or, to like a dude, Metallica show. <laughs> what, what are those things called? Demolition Derby. Oh, dude, what if you? What if they did a like a Metallica show at a Demolition Derby, and you could rent one of these cars and just smash into people, dude? Like a like a vehicle mosh pit. Yeah, Tra- trademark. No dude. one take that. That's our idea. We are gonna do that, and it's gonna be ah, oh, that would be epic. How much fun would that be, man? He's so awesome, actually, dude. Uh, let's do it. That's what's happening. We know that that really wraps up most of the uh, the big stories I wanted to talk about. Hit on a few things here. Um, is there anything you want to uh, bring up that I may have missed? Anything that's on your mind? You know, hot take, Houston. Oh, that means, uh, I mean, what what else? What else is what's grinding your gears right now? I think I think we hit a lot, a lot of the big stuff. Um, did, yeah. did I miss anything? What, what's on your mind, man? No, no. First of all, this was fun. Just local San Antonio stuff. You see, have you seen yeah. this San Antonio stuff? What's going on right now? Uh, no, I need you to uh, to enlighten me. So back to the not to get too deep into it, um, but you know there's some protest here too, San Antonio, major city. Mm-hmm. So they were protesting. They they started the protest, and so far it looks like it's been peaceful, um, as far as I understand in San Antonio, which is good. But they started the protest kind of near downtown, and it, it, for those of you who don't don't know, the Alamo is like right in the middle of downtown. It's kind of weird actually. So this armed kind of militia group. Uh, decided yesterday that they needed to protect the Alamo. Uh, so they're out there with their rifles and their guns and stuff, you know, quote unquote, protecting the Alamo. I, go, those people should go home. Yes, I don't want the, the Alamo to uh, get vandalized or destroyed. I don't think the Texans are going to do that. I think they will respect that site enough. So I, I just hope right. that that armed militia group just just go home. What are you guys doing? You're just causing more trouble. You're bringing more uh, attention and anger towards the Alamo in that area of the city. So I just ask those people to go home and, and, and rethink what they're doing. I, the Alamo is going to be fine, fingers crossed, but you know, 10 or 12 civilians with guns out there aren't going aren't gonna to do anything. Josh, you and I have been there. I love the Alamo. It's, a, it's a, again, going back to that, the mystique and the American psyche, it does fit into that. I know there's some people that will say, you know, people defending the Alamo were doing it for the wrong reasons. Eh, maybe, but people standing out there with rifles um, protecting, quote-unquote, the Alamo, go home. You're making it worse. 
Don't mess with don't mess with Texas, they say, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I appreciate your time this morning, man. That's yeah. that's that's pretty much uh, all I had for you. Yeah, it was good. Uh, those are those are fun answers. Uh, I uh, appreciate uh, the thought. I know it's tough uh, um, first thing in the morning after your your first cup of coffee to be hit with some of the some of the stuff. Some of it fun. Some of it a little controversial. But yeah, uh, yeah overall we had fun. You know, um, I think uh, you know one thing to take away from this uh, that I totally fully agree with you on, and anyone that's listening hopefully agrees too. Like, you can be upset about things, but don't don't destroy shit. Come on, and don't block traffic. God yeah, damn, no, that would drive me freaking. That would drive me crazy. But um, and that's that's just my only opinion on that. So, uh, cool. Hopefully, everyone listening enjoy this as well. Uh, we definitely have a, a few more po- podcasts planned. I have a little more time in my hands <laughs> starting this week, so we're gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of content coming your way, coming in hot. Let's do it. So you can check us out uh, online at theeverythingpodcast.com, with comprehensivist.com, uh, comp podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. Twitter is where we're most active, so definitely hit us up on Twitter. Uh, check out Houston's site. That's HoustonBailey.com. Why don't you give a quick uh, plug for your site real quick? Yeah, so I got a book coming out probably in the next couple months. Um, Boom. And, and the site is really to – I don't want to use the word promote, but to show what I'm trying to do with that. So there's some some blogs on there. That's kind of the main content is my blogs. I share a couple sample chapters from the book, but I also do what I like to call five-minute blogs. <clears throat> where I take just five minutes, write a quick gut feeling on, on stuff. And I think some of them are pretty good. So go check it out. I, I also got a, a podcast on there. You know, they're just five, 10 minute long uh, podcast about my just random ramblings. So that's on there. Yeah. HoustonBailey.com. So far it's, it's going pretty good. But when, once the book comes out, uh, I'll get that thing up super legit and uh, share it out to you guys. There you go. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Conference of media can't be stopped. All right, man. Uh, any final words before we sign this uh, sign this thing off? Uh, I guess only thing, if, if you disagree with any of my hot takes today, hit us up on Twitter, at Comp Podcast, and, and let's just have a civil conversation about it, right? That's yes. how it should be done. So um, I know people will disagree probably with some of the things I said, and that's completely fine. So let's, let's chat about it, at Comp Podcast uh, on Twitter. I love it. Let's have a civil chat. Let's discuss, and let's make each other better, and let's just be good people. That's all you got to do. All right, folks. Thanks again. Until next time, three... Two, one, out.